What has been heard cannot be unheard. www.vtwproductions.com The following presentation is licensed under the Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike Non-Commercial License. For more information on Creative Commons licensing, please visit www.creativecommons.org. Title and background music for this production provided courtesy of Sean Beeson, composer for media. Find him on the web at www.seanbeeson.com. That's S-E-A-N-B-E-E-S-O-N.com. I don't like this place. Alive! It's alive! It's alive! Do not panic, ladies and gentlemen. The casuals have taken control of the airwaves. This is Casually Hardcore, live on Versus the World Radio, vtwproductions.com. If you wish to participate in today's show, please come to the website and choose chat at the top of the page. If you have a webcam, click on chat and video to join the video wall. If you want to do IRC chat, click on chat and you can use our web-based IRC client to join in the chat during the show. If you want to email the show, the address is ch at vtwproductions.com. That's ch as in casually hardcore at vtwproductions.com. And now... On with the show! For Sunday, the 15th of July, 2012, this is Casually Hardcore. I am No Wise. I'm Iolite. I'm Gunora. And I'm Grail. 50% of us. On drugs. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, medication. This is your medication. On drugs. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Don't do drugs, kids. Yeah, a fair upfront warning. This may be a slightly lower energy than normal show. Not to mention contagious. Uh, Snarky. Yeah. Uh, 50% of your presenters today have the crud. Uh, Gwenora is sporting the chest and nose version of the crud. Yes. And yours truly is sporting the sore throat, body aches, and sweats version of the crud imported from San Diego Comic-Con. So I have officially sanctioned con crud. How did you get con crud? Because uh, I was Rootstock. in San Diego. Oh, you were, you were at the Rootstock. Did you actually go to the Comic-Con? That was no. One? Okay. No, I mean, Comic-Con was sold out. Right. A big chunk of Comic-Con went to Rootstock. Went to Rootstock. Oh, okay. <laughs> there were many badges. Yeah. Uh, so this could have just been Wootstock crud, then, is true, what you're saying. True, true. So. Well, this okay. may be a, a, yeah. a sub-variant kind of accurate. mutation. Yeah. We do have that effect on things you know, when we gather in, in large quantities in one place. And there are about 1,200 of us there, so damn. Wow. Now, the good news is the crud didn't set in until the drive back. Oh. Uh, that always makes the drive more fun. It got, it got fairly entertaining there for a while. Like, oh, thank you, God. Thank you so bloody much. Ugh. Um, but the... Coverage of Woodstock went very well. So we've got, uh, and the only reason it's not been published, at least the audio piece, is because I spent all of yesterday and a good part of this morning flat on my back. Because, mm. damn. And so the. Is the person who's been single parenting since Thursday? Damn. Exactly. That's how she rolls. 
we did get excellent coverage of it, and you will benefit from it uh, from both an audio and a video standpoint. Uh, we did manage to uh, spirit in two members of the UAT digital video team, the uh, Professor Paul DeNegris, who uh, got bitten by the pollen storm bug when he attended Nerdtacular with us and is now a total convert. And it didn't take much to convince him to come join us uh, for Woodstock once we uh, determined we would be allowed to bring the good cameras And once in. the date actually worked out. He yeah, did have a conflict with one day, but the uh, the it ha- turned out that it was not that day. Well, since the show was on a Thursday, because you just assumed it would be a weekend thing, and it was, in fact, on a Thursday, so it worked out well. It was the turbo leave early Thursday, get there, do the show Thursday night, Drive to Temecula, which is a good hour and ten minutes away, to get the hell out of the oh my god jacked up hotel prices sphere yeah. that surrounds San Diego Comic Con. Sleep for a few hours, and then drive the hell home, uh, and of course come down with the con crud somewhere around Twenty Nine Palms. Um, but the good news is we will have uh, all kinds of fun. It's a great show. Um, the observing Paul and the student he had brought with him both uh, reduced to not being able to breathe. They were laughing so hard. Uh, was I took to be a very good sign. Good. Uh, so it, it bodes well. We'll get you the uh, podcast download shortly and the YouTube yep. links to the uh, video coverage. To the video coverage. Sh- and a little while after that. To, to quote his um, Facebook page, um, he said, Wootstock was seriously the coolest event I've ever been to. I cannot wait to edit this footage. <laughs> So I'm excited to see because I didn't get to go to Woodstock this year. Sadly, no. We were all ready to do it. We had Daxa was all lined up to provide childcare heroically at the last minute. Twice, Twice. I might add. (laughs) Twice. Because I had contacted her for an event I needed to go to on Thursday evening. It turned out at the last minute. And then I had another sitter who responded um, and was confirmed already, and then Daxa Dax got said, back to come. me and said, I can still come, and I said, oh, thank you so much, but no thanks, and she called me a tease. Yeah. <laughs> I believe well, she, she called me a baby tease. Ah, <laughs> uh, she wanted her arch nemesis <laughs> fix yeah. is what she wanted. <laughs> so, and I told her, I think my last reply was, yes, I am. Yes, Sorry. yes, I am. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I I'm am, a baby I'm tease. I'm whoring out my own daughter. For childcare, right? right. <laughs> We're not proud, uh, and this is another oh. another toe in the door, step closer to the possible reality of doing this at Joko Cruise Crazy at some point. Because ah. they're still receptive to the idea, which blows my mind. It, All I need now is several thousand dollars. It 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 cracks me up when you when you have that sort of moment when you're like, you you look at someone and go, so we want to take. You and two more crew uh-huh. <laughs> to do video capture, <laughs> and we'll do the audio capture on Joko Cruise. On a seven-day Caribbean Caribbean cruise. cruise. <laughs> do I need to twist your arm? Because <laughs> it's like a seven-day version of Woodstock. Right. Yeah. Where you also get to hang out with the all the people who are on stage at parties in between. Hey, I would say you're working the cruise, so a little comp action here wouldn't be... Oh, no, the first words out of his mouth. Oh yeah, we have some great friends and pla- friends and family discounts available. Though I almost kissed the man. I would say let's is the <laughs> discount don't. free. <laughs> <laughs> Unlikely. What the hell? You still have to pay for don't the they air. want the advertising? Don't uh-huh. they want the visibility? I think they Come get. Come on, I, they're not what you would say. 
stupid. No, I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, I think that, that uh, yeah, whatever we get will be fine. Right. <laughs> this is still total pipe dream, but yeah. yeah. And, and I'm, I am running a fever here, so. There you go. Take everything with a grain of salt. Yeah, he's a little pale. Let me back up the truck. <laughs> not, as, not as pale as my dad, but still pale. I haven't had my chest cut open. Yeah. And people poking around in my innards. Thank you very much. Ah, so backing up the truck to Dead. acknowledge, yep, yeah, my day may come. <coughs> uh, in Internet Relay chat, available on the QuakeNet servers, under the Pound or Corn Beef Hash VTW channel, you will find our very own IRC Rep Nay producer, the Barry Von Awesome. Barry White, save my life. If you have something to bring to the host's attention during the show, please send a personal message to the aforementioned Barry VA. And he will bring it to our attention in an orderly fashion. Please do not PM the host directly during the show. You will be summarily ignored. Because as much as we love the chat room in the Black Void, we call it the Black Void for a reason. Because it sucks out all of our ability to speak, which makes for bad radio. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They don't call him the best color man in the industry for nothing, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <sighs> so, as suggested by Grail, our call-in topic of the show would be, sorry, painful swallow. <laughs> okay, the call-in topic for the show is what is one of your favorite moments from playing a game? We all have it. We yeah. have that memory. We have that memory of doubling over laughing. We have that memory oh. of jumping up from your chair and high, rag, you know, I have a ragok moment. Punching the air. You have <laughs> Save it for all the of those moments. I have a ragok moment. So we'll, we'll do ours during the gaming segment. Yes. Right. I think that's a good idea. We'll, the we'll see the call-in segment for the, for the listeners. And you're, you're going to have to tell us, of course, what game you were playing and the entire situation. Give us, give yeah. us the background and so. what made it memorable. doesn't have to be your exactly. top one because I didn't want people to stress over that. So just one that sticks with Just give yeah. a favorite yeah, yeah. One, that, one, that, one that jumped one to mind when you favorites. heard us say this there you go um, also um. a reminder that on the forums uh, there is a contest going on pa- uh, Daxa loves mm-hmm. to participate in the Buttoneers program at Penny Arcade Expo every year now the Buttoneers trade buttons with each other every year so you'll see people who are walking billboards of hundreds of buttons every year right um, so it's this great subculture that's developed <coughs> at Penny Arcade Expo and she wants to crowdsource the design of her button this year. It's the one that she gives to other people. So you wear other people's buttons, and then you have your bag of buttons that you give to other buttoneers, and everyone builds their uh, billboard of buttons every year from the other buttoneers that they run into. Now, who's the big guy, Big Red? Big Red. Big Red is one of the enforcers. Yes. Who was one of the early pioneers of buttoneering. And his is one of the great sought-after buttons. It's usually a huge button yeah. and really memorable It's every year. giant, and he always has a very limited supply because, obviously, they're giant, right. and that takes some money to, to produce a lot of these so buttons. Get, getting a big red button every so year is, is much sought-after. you got to track him down early and, early and get, the, get him to... Also, he's usually really busy, Right, because he's one of the enforcer. primary enforcers. Yeah, so it's, it's always a trick to get that one. Yeah. He's easy to spot. Oh, easy to spot, yes. Because he's a big old guy. Yep. They call him Big Red for a reason. Big dude, red hair. Big, d- <laughs> big guy, red Hence suit. The name to Big Santa. Red. Red. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so please go to the Casually Hardcore Forum. If you have uh, any artistic bent mm-hmm. at all or feel like you want to uh, contribute to the contest, there is a $25 Amazon, Amazon gift, gift certificate uh, available to the winner 
of the contest. The dimensions of the button are available in the thread, mm-hmm. as far as what graphic size they want, what resolution level they need. And so Dax is looking for your input. Uh, within the next week or two, I think she would need time to get them produced yeah. and delivered in time for the uh, flight to end of, end of August. Yes. First week of September. We'd like to put it in probably by the end of this month because it takes about 10 days uh, in previous years. That's and we want to give them time to screw up. And of course, of course. All that fun stuff. Yeah. So check out the forums. If you don't know what we're talking about, the forums are the fantastic text-based community we have. I know, old school. What is this writing of which you speak? Old sir, my lawn, get off it. We have forums. Go to the front page of vtwproductions.com. Click on the forums link at the top of the page, and you will be transported to the server What Holds Our Forums. All kinds of discussion areas, some dedicated to individual shows, some dedicated to individual topics. We have wonderful things on there like the short story writing contest going on. We have a regular art contest that goes on there, be it photography-based, drawing, painting, all kinds of fun stuff. Uh, if you have uh, a topic you want to begin discussing, go for it. Hop in the general forum and start your thread. Get in there. They are fantastic peeps, and we love them for being part of our community. Mm-hmm. Do it now. Actually, do it after the show's over. What? I was just thinking a, bit, a little bit about Big Red and, and wondering if Big Red choose Big Red does the universe end. Um and I was you divided also, by zero, didn't you? I did. I did. And then I was thinking that I got a bunch of buttons at Nerdtacular, but they're buttons I bought, not buttons I made. And so right. I wouldn't... And you would need, well, the idea is you have a bag of the same button that you give out to everybody else. Right. right. That's the idea of the button here. I know. Now I know. that we're 15 minutes into, you know, at the halfway point of the segment, let me play the segment title. Awesome. Tangent alert! No, that's the wrong one. <laughs> but it basically covers it. It definitely <laughs> covers it, yes. Tangents! are kind of a big deal. So, you know what I've been doing with my week? Uh, Dragging my ass to San Diego. uh, Saw the the normal Comic-Con effect and back in a very short period of time. Mm -hmm. I've thoroughly broken in the new car. It is is between the Utah trip for Nerdtacular and this... Uh, it has proven itself to be a, uh, a good road trip vehicle. And you have already put several thousand miles on it. Yeah, yeah it's that. definitely time for the old first oil change. Uh, but yeah, it is, it, is, it is a good good vehicle and true. Good. Uh, we shall Oof. hopefully make many more road trips on your, your guys' behalf. Um, that being said, uh, suggestions for especially stuff near the Southwest. <laughs> Conventions and events that you see coming that you think would benefit from us going to visit it and bring the greater community information or recordings from it, hit the forums and suggest them. We're always looking for fun uh, and ideally cheap and <laughs> easy to get to things because... Yeah, airfare is not cheap. No, it is not. (laughs) No. Uh, Looking to, you know, or, you know, if you just want to send us like a winning lottery ticket, that'll take care of it as well. Sure. Just saying. uh, Oh, no. There's so much going on. You get a scratcher for three bucks. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. You should remind me of Futurama. They had scratch and sniff lotto tickets. Sniff, scratch, cherry, cherry, mule. (laughs) 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 Nice. Oh, man. That was his retirement So I'm plan. thinking we could always check out, and this is free advertising for him, not that I, I don't know if he's a listener or not, but you could always check out lightningoctopus.com, which is Arizona's geek culture. Yes. Mm-hmm. And they always list geeky things to do each weekend in Arizona. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this gentleman, I can't actually remember his name, although I have met him. Jonathan, thank yes. you. No, I interviewed Jonathan on Alpha Geek Interviews. And um, definitely should always check it out. The... Um, 
not really um, geeky, but one of the things that is coming up, if you're interested and you're in the area, is a startup weekend down in Chandler um, at uh, Gangplank. Gangplank is actually doing, they are a company or a, an organization rather that helps people start up companies. So they're actually holding a, um, an actual, here, let us help you get your company started over so the entrepreneurial weekend of the 27th of July. Peoples. Yep. We all know that small business helps us crawl and drag our way out of recessions and depressions. So if you have an idea, no. No, no, by the way, this startup weekend is all over the world. There were over 800 of them last year. Hmm. So if you are interested in you are in your own area, um, you can look them up. So that's my plug for Lightning Octopus and uh, Gangplank. Plug me, plug me, plugster? Yeah, sorry. I'm, uh, they didn't even buy me. I gave it away for free. Damn it. <laughs> First rule of business. <laughs> Don't give it away for free. I know. <laughs> it's like so Father, bad. Father Guido Sarducci does the five-minute university. Right. And the business course is you buy something <coughs> and you sell it for more. Yeah. Economics, supply, and demand. That's right. Yep. Uh, oh, my God. What is that, what is that guy's actual name? Boots the head. I don't know. I remember it's Dan something yeah. or other. <laughs> oh, so um, people have been sick. People have been traveling. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I, I don't. Did you tell the listeners all the stuff that happened in my life and one of the reasons why I've been out so much the last couple weeks? Not particularly. Oh, okay. Hit it. Uh, Dad had a heart attack and had a quintuple bypass. So they replaced five of the arteries on his heart, which is the most that they ever do. So it's been a pretty adventurous thing, which means, by the way, that all you people being sick means I'm not able to actually go visit him. Sorry. So I didn't want to be sick. I'd be mad at you all. Set him up with Skype. So yeah, there you go. yeah. <laughs> send him oh, an iPad. Believe me, what I really need is I need to take my husband, who has much stronger um, IT chi mm-hmm. than I have, and take him kung out fu and, is the and term. make him use his. His IT Kung Fu just in the vicinity of my father's wireless network because not working so well. No, I mean, it's secured and everything, Uh but it's molasses and it should not be. Oh, that's it. It was bad, especially considering he's stuck in a, um, like in a, uh, not a, not a wheelchair or anything, but he's stuck being very still a lot. And so he needs every electronic form of entertainment that you can get. If I could turn him into a gamer, I would. <laughs> a man is a Luddite, okay? Yes, he is. He didn't mind. He'd had all of his notices still turned on on his droid. And because it was... So here we are in the hospital room and it's going, droid, 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 droid. Like every 30 seconds, this thing is going off. His hearing's so bad, he can't hear it. Oh, wow. He's not picking it up. And I'm like, Dad, isn't that bugging you? And he's like, what? <laughs> And then later in the day, his watch goes off. He's got an alarm set on his watch for like six o'clock at night. Hmm. Can't hear it. No. <laughs> his alarm is his watch alarm is going off. And I'm like, what do you mean you can't hear that? Oh my god. Huh. Old. Yeah. Yeah. So thanks to Barry V for linking through to Wikipedia, which tells me that Father Guido Sarducci was the creation of Don Novello. There you go. I actually liked his voice acting in the uh, Disney Atlantis uh, Oh, yeah, yeah. He played the uh, explosive expert. Right. So, yes, for those of you who are wondering, he's okay for the moment. Um, it's about a, uh, a six-month recovery um, from this sort of procedure. And so he's, um, he's on that road. 
he's he's doing everything that he needs to do. So. Yeah, I mean, if you're going to have bypass surgery, if, if that's your starting point, right? he has had the best case scenario starting from I need bypass yeah. surgery. <laughs> he never had to go on the bypass machine. Right, he all. didn't have to use the heart pump. They did they, all beating heart. Right. Oh, wow. Can you imagine doing replacing all those blood vessels on your heart while your heart is still beating? <laughs> it's like, oh my God. Thanks be Miracle to the, of science. And <laughs> a like, talented surgeon yeah. who's done thousands yeah. of these things. Right, right. Because, I mean, this is, this is the uh, hospital out near Sun City, which right. is a massive retirement community. Right, right. They do a couple of these. Yeah. They almost do them like factory style. A friend that used to work there. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so yeah, it was best possible outcome uh, because they did a beating heart. You know, shorter recovery mm-hmm. time, less chance of infection, uh, infection, or, strange yeah. things going on, clots, all that weird stuff that can happen. So, and here's the thing that you want in a heart surgeon, by the way, because you get to see these guys when you have surgery like this. You see them for mm, like the two days before the surgery. You have like right. ten minutes with them, and then you get like ten minutes before the surgery to ask them because that's all you get. You get twenty minutes before this guy actually has his hands in your chest. Yeah, that's it. And he was what I would describe as what I absolutely, no matter what, want in a heart surgeon. He was young enough to really be on the top of his game, Mm -hmm. old enough to have done a lot of them, (laughs) um, friendly enough to answer your questions, Mm -hmm. but just arrogant enough to like... Still be confidence. a little exactly. Like, yeah. I got this. <laughs> exactly, like, ma'am. Calm down. Yeah. <laughs> I got, I got this. this. It's this, not this a problem. Is handled. Yeah. No. He was. He was perfect that way. Cool. And uh, and so I thought that it was. It was one of those ones where it's like not the ideal bedside manner, but if you're going to have a heart surgeon, that's what you want. I want, in a, heart I want a little cocky mixed in there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, I would like a little cocky mixed. I'll, in I'll there put up too. with a little attitude. It means that this man knows his shit. Exactly. <laughs> You, so. sir, are allowed to handle my beating heart muscle. Right, right. Let's do this. Yeah. Sweet. So it was it was uh, quite an adventure there for a while. So I got that going for me, yeah. which yeah. is nice. Yeah. So yeah, it's been the old uh, ancient Chinese curse. May you live in interesting times. Mm-hmm. It sure has been interesting lately. I told my husband, I said, I've, I've actually broken through the glass ceiling of stress. You there found was a whole one, I found a new whole layer. new level over the last yeah. few weeks. Oh, man. <laughs> It's amazing what your your body and your spirit are willing to put up with. Yeah, adapt to. Mm-hmm. <sighs> well, on a, my honey impresses the hell out of me. Uh, on a lighter note, what, what heart what? surgery? Yeah, <laughs> lighter than the quadruple bypass, quintuple, quintuple, quintuple bypass, bypass <laughs> surgery, which is pretty much anything. But I'll go for even lighter. I went to a bucket list type party last night. Okay. Like one of those where you just go, I really want to go to one of these types of parties once in my life. Like there was oil wrestling outside. There was <laughs> 80s music playing. There was pool and people walking around with squirt guns filled with shots. And if you got tapped, you had to open up and just take, take it. the shot in your mouth. I mean, it was there was a ref for the oil wrestling that would throw any time there was a wardrobe malfunction. Wardrobe malfunction. Two girls wrestling, two guys wrestling, girl guy wrestling. I mean, it was over the top. The entire party. There was a cigar bar. Uh, Ursa Heel, who I don't think is in IRC, would appreciate this. There were bears tending the bar. It was it was crazy. One of the craziest mm-hmm. parties I've ever been to. 
And Give me the we facts. weren't invited. It was it was our lesbian <laughs> band friend. Or she was turning oh. forty, and it was her fortieth birthday party, and they went all out. You think it was insane? Like Daxa and I. Were you think just we're like, carrying viruses? Wow. Yeah. I mean, I'm just wondering what was in that oil by the end of the night. I don't know. We don't know. <laughs> they had to re-lube the pool a couple times for that. And then they had a real swimming pool where people were jumping into afterwards because apparently lube does get sticky and go everywhere and it's very hard to get off. So I'm told. <laughs> From professionals. <laughs> I am professional. So it was, yeah, one of those like, yeah, by the end of the night, I mean, there was so much drinking and so, and everybody was so cool and just into the vibe of what was going on. And it just, wow. I woke up this morning kind of not feeling the greatest, but it <laughs> was totally why. worth <laughs> That experience. <laughs> oh, man. I was lying in my bed hating life around that time. I hate you so bloody much at this point. Oh, my God. I had one of those experiences last year um, at, uh, at DEF CON mm-hmm. where I ended place up for this kind of thing. I ended up at one of these parties um, that I was in. You know, it was one of the big hotels, but they'd taken over one of the nightclubs yeah. for the for the party and they'd brought in their own girls. And it was the first time I'd walked through a party and there were young women, probably the platforms were probably chest high on me, and they were actually dancing on the platforms in their costumes, and yeah. the costumes were black straps, just like, you know, like an inch wide, but strategically wrapped uh-huh. around them um, in different ways. And it was just, you know, it, the lights and the noise and the dancers and the um, very inebriated people around the party and it was very um i i thought this never stuff seen, was only in movies yeah i'd never yeah. seen anything like it it just tells you exactly how little i've seen <laughs> <laughs> it's not necessarily a bad thing <laughs> oh no yeah so that was good that was a great saturday night <laughs> one of my one of those ones like it's up there when i did my uh, Halloween costume of the techno European coked up DJ. <laughs> that that level of like over the top insanity. It's good to have goals. Now yeah. you have to explain to me what a bear bartender is. Uh, Bears hairy, large hairy uh, uh, mammals. Gay, gay man. Oh. oh, okay. Usually, so yeah, and they were awesome. I mean, everybody there was so freaking cool. It was unbelievable. Great, mm. great stuff. They, they even they, had a cake that was decorated on the top like a a lubed up pool with people actually wrestling. on wrestling on the cake, like with little figurines and stuff. It was crazy. Attention to detail. It, yeah. <laughs> it all tied, yeah. tied it, all together. It was all themed yeah. around the oily pool experience. Yeah. I mean, that was definitely the... <laughs> The centerpiece of the party, but there was a lot going on at the party. <laughs> Lots oh going God. on. Don't look too closely at the shadows. Yeah. <laughs> wow. All right, that brings us neatly to our first break. <laughs> oh my You're God. listening to Oily Hardcore mm. live on Versus the World Radio, VTWProductions.com. We will infect you. And we'll be back right after this. This show is brought to you in part by Audible. 
Audible.com is the leading provider of premium digital spoken audio information and entertainment on the Internet. With over 85,000 programs for more than 1,000 content providers, including leading audiobook publishers, broadcasters, entertainers, magazine and newspaper publishers, and business information providers. Audible customers can also have their Audible content wirelessly delivered to their smart mobile devices daily, even while sleeping, taking the computer out of the equation. To find out more, visit vtwproductions.com and click on the audible.com advertisement on the left-hand side. Or visit audiblepodcast.com forward slash vtwproductions. New customers in the United States and Canada will receive a free audiobook download when they sign up via that link. audiblepodcast.com forward slash vtwproductions.
Danielle Corsetto from Girls with Slingshots, and you're listening to Versus the World Radio. I hope you have a drink handy. Geeks in a Gaming World. Casually Hardcore continues live on Versus the World Radio, VTWProductions.com, as we move on into Geeks in a Gaming World. Woo. Booyah, Grandma, booyah. And there was much screaming and rejoicing, and it's finally yeah. here. They must have listened to our program last week or something. Apparently. Yeah. All of a sudden, it's like we did our show, and then two days later, Steam Summer Sale. Yeah, baby. Steam announced yeah. and is holding its summer sale. Much anticipated, to say the least. People were freaking out. They were off their nut. Yeah. Waiting for the, where's the Steam Summer Sale? Need my fix. I wasn't. I was perfectly content <laughs> with your massive te- backlog. Yeah, you without having have. temptation. And I made it two days. Two days without buying anything. And I felt pretty good. There was some stuff on there that was like, all right, I might want to get that. But no, no, I'll hold off. I got things to play. Day three, it all went to hell. <laughs> <laughs> what did they get you with? Well, they started off, they had like one of their, and they really changed it up this year. They kind of are following more like what we saw Amazon do at Christmas time, where they have deals that are for the day. Then they have a voting category where you can vote which of these three games would you like to would be? you like to have a special on? And then they have flash deals that are on there for about five hours at a time, and there's four Actually, of those. Oh. The longest one right now is eight. Right, so eight, eight and a half. They they vary them. <laughs> um, so there's a lot of different, and they basically get you to keep checking the site. Right, because, because it's, it's not a once flash a, deal. Yeah, it's not I once a day check. anymore. Now it's like every eight hours I got to check, and and they stagger the time. So mm-hmm. even it's even more checking than that to see oh what's on special now. Uh, so. Yeah, I, uh, I saw on the Daily Deal they had a game called Frozen Synapse, which I was like, oh, I don't know what that is. Let me take a look at it. And I was like, oh, that looks really good. It's <laughs> like XCOM-based uh, tactical moving your units around mm-hmm. mixed with a kind of visual style of like, uh, what is that game? Metal Gear VR missions. So okay. it has that very computer-generated look, but it's all tactical-based, and it got rave reviews, and I'm like, eh, it's five bucks. Uh, and I get an extra copy with it, and I, it has co-op play and all this stuff. I'm like, oh, I'll give it a shot. And I played it this morning. It was really, really fun. So that was cool. And you got it for all of how many bucks? Five bucks. Five bucks. So basically, I decided to budget myself. I will not pay more than I would normally pay for one game. So $50 is my budget for Steam Summer Sales. So, so far, I've gotten that. And then they were like, oh, we have Left 4 Dead as a special. Left 4 Dead 2 for like four bucks and i'm like <laughs> okay i'll buy that Aridin plays that i'll you know we can play it together that's cool and then they put the witcher 2 up for like 15 or 16 bucks and i'm like well i have to buy that i mean it's the witcher 2 i've been waiting for this game so i picked that up and then this morning they were like we have this game magica that looked kind of quirky fun like diablo-esque type play except with wizards and it was like 250 and I'm like, it's two fifty. I have to do it. Of course, this. you gotta buy it if it's two fifty. And yeah, that's basically the way my Steam summer sale goes. <laughs> In case you were wondering, <laughs> you are now Gabe Newell's personal bitch. No, yeah, yeah. For at least the next seven days, I am. Because I mean, there's just times where you look at you like, it, it would be a, more of a crime for me not to buy it at uh-huh. that price. Like, it's come on. And so yeah, my Steam catalog now grows and grows and. <laughs> the rest of the industry, I hope you're listening. Steam is doing it right. Oh, yeah. 
Oh, and they've got a bunch of classics on here. I mean, really. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. They've got, you know, I mean, really, classics. They've got Bioshock for nine mm-hmm. ninety nine. They've got Half-Life and Half-Life 2. I mean, these are the top rated. Yeah. Under there, they've got Portal 2 for nine ninety nine. Mass Effect yeah, 2 for nine ninety nine. Portal 2 was on special the, yesterday for like four bucks. Wow. Right. So uh, that four, was yesterday yeah. versus yesterday. today. Yeah. All yeah. these exactly. games the you daily may have special. missed or didn't have right. time for, didn't have budget for. I mean, it's, like, it's four dollars, man. Yeah. I have to. I have to. Well, that's like, I'm like up Skyrim to, for twenty nine seventy nine. Yeah, that's their big one today. Is that they did half off on Skyrim, which is like, oh, I already got it for the Xbox. I don't. Star like Wars Knights of the Old Republic for six bucks. And usually <laughs> you can find that for like two bucks when it, then they put it on sale. So yeah, a so lot of keep them. Your I mean, eyes open. Yeah, and some of them are coming back up. They either come back up as the one you could vote on, or sometimes they do the flash deal on one that was previously a daily deal. So if you missed it once, chances are you're going to be able to see it again over the next seven days. At a very discounted Lego price. Batman. Sorry. Yeah. No, there's tons of games <laughs> like, on it. It's yeah. it's worth it. I mean, if you ever, like I said, with fifty bucks, I'm my guess is I'm going to get seven to ten games probably for that amount of money. And I'm not and talking about like big big budget title games. Yeah. So yeah. And, and they, Borderlands, they like the indie bundles, all kinds of stuff. Right. Right. As well, so you can get you know, the, a five games with that <laughs> for ten bucks. Right. Right. Uh, so if, even if you didn't do the indie bundles when they first shipped, now you can get them for a ridiculously low amount of money. So yeah. yeah, I know. I know about the mods for Skyrim. I'm, I, I'm really fighting not buying that one. <laughs> so I'm think I'm going to make it through today. But the thing also, then they even the daily deal from yesterday, they, they still give you another chance at it the following day for like eight hours, and you're like, oh, yes. so it's even that more time where you're just staring at it, going. Maybe I should buy that. <laughs> they mm. know you. Yes. Yesterday's deals of... end in eight hours and See? 21 minutes. They've got timers counting down all over this website. It's really Damn hilarious. You, so, yeah. Yeah, they, no, they've got a good they, they, you they know what got a good I, I, system I, I, here. I'm just picturing Gabe sitting, leaning back in his office chair going, excellent. Yeah. I got you. Doing it right. Oh. So, outside of that. Another interesting thing that happened this week. Ooh-yah! Ooh-yah! Ooh-yah, Grandma! Ooh-yah! So an interesting Kickstarter mm-hmm. went up <laughs> for a new kind of video game console. Open source. Now, this has been tried before with the Gizmondo. Right. Which was a portable gaming rig. It didn't go over all that well. No. Uh, suffered from high expensive hardware. Didn't go very well. This is a Android-based gaming console, so hooked to your television style with a traditional controller. Yeah. $99 and open source. So you can, anyone can write game for it. They will, they will have an app store for it. And the idea is they will have an open platform. If you design a great game, everyone who buys one of these will buy your game. You'll have a chance to get direct access to customers. And customers will have access to a cheap, hackable, I mean, deliberately, wildly open yeah. hardware and software spec. Like they even mentioned, they're like, we're just putting normal screws in. So yep. there's no hex screws or anything. They're making it as accessible. They even said, they come on in and hack the hell yeah, out of this Send thing. us an email. We may even tell you what our design looks like. Right. <laughs> I mean, hardware design. Mm-hmm. So they decided, decided to do a Kickstarter. Mm-hmm where they would take backers and you could basically pre-buy one of these packages 
And they were looking for how much they wanted. It was like they wanted $950,000. Currently, with quite a few days left to go, go, there's like three weeks left in this. They are sitting on $4,832,348 in pledges. Yeah, I have 616. They have 24 days to go. So, literally, they're actually only six days into their Kickstarter because each Kickstarter is a month long. So you look at the Kickstarters as they run, and this is running, it might be the top one ever. Um, they, they do have a quote in here for you, though, Grail. Mm-hmm. There, it, it says, um, great games come from great developers. So this is part of the Kickstarter pledge. Developers can wave farewell to the roadblocks of bringing a console game to market. Anyone can make a game. Every Ouya console is a dev kit. No need to purchase or license an expensive SDK. It's built on Android, so developers already know how it works. That doesn't mean Ouya is an Android port. You can create the next big title in your bedroom, just like the good old days. Who needs pants? That's right. <laughs> so the answer is do it in your bedroom. Who needs pants? Who needs pants? So um, I thought that was appropriate for you. Yeah. Actually, and I think also it speaks to the fact that there is still a large, large untapped market because you see it with this and you see it in, like, I just got the new Game Informer and one of their letters was about, I want what games would you recommend for playing with somebody who's sitting next to me? Uh-huh. Co-op play in your living room, and this device is really supporting that. And I mean, there's still a huge market for that type of gaming. It doesn't all have to occur over the internet, uh, you know, with somebody who's virtually playing with you. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, this is a really interesting. This one interests me a lot more than the on live that we saw mm. last year at PAX. Well, yeah. so. Because that's because that one's just buying games. It's buying AAA titles. Right. It's a new way of playing them on your television, basically. Right. And it's a closed platform. It's not something you can develop for. This is we're going to give you cheap hardware, encourage you to hack it. You don't have to buy an expensive software developer's kit from a company that's going to take a percentage of all your sales. Because I mean, Microsoft has you know the Xbox Live Arcade. Where they encourage indie developers to, and there's some, there's been some good releases there. Mm-hmm. This is taking that to the next level. Where they're saying, well, they're going to open source the entire thing. Yeah, and you will owe you will once you buy the hardware to test your game on. That's that's the ninety nine whole dollars. That's the extent of your investment. The software developers kit for Android are free. Right. So all you need is your own skill, and your time and your effort. If you make a killer game that people love, you will put it up on the App Store, people will buy it, and you will laugh all the way to the bank. Oh, yeah. So, the other thing that people will likely do this, this is a perfect Media Center PC. Right. So, people are already speculating that people will be developing software for this to be a wonderful television interface like the Roku. Sure. Or the Apple TV. But it might be that dream of one box that does... Everything. To rule the mall. <laughs> well, the problem is, I mean, I have multiple boxes on my entertainment center because I have to. Sure. I can't do Amazon Prime live streaming right. on anything Apple-related. Right. And that's annoying, yeah. let me tell you. As a Prime member, that's annoying. Because Apple says, no, you want to use our device, you will pay us. Right. So the Amazon infrastructure is locked out. 
as a consumer, I hate that. Yeah. I want one interface, one box that does all my content from all my different providers. I want my Netflix, my Hulu, my Amazon, my Pandora, all next to each other. Yep. And the closest we get is the Roku box is pretty damn close. It has damn near everything you need in one uh, in one box. But the uh, potential here is, you know, someone could write an application yeah. that brings a good YouTube interface, Vimeo, all these things you love to watch on your computer into your living room, uh, along with Spotify and you know, all the music services. Yeah. I'm hoping that someone will just go whole hog and this will become the entertainment yeah. center. Yeah, I think it has that potential. I mean, you have to address the storage uh, issue, which would probably be external drives. Yeah, which are... Uh, which are easy, but at the same time, I look at it more like an emulating station. I want it for like to emulate everything from an eight-bit Nintendo yeah. on through, you know, last generation Xbox, PS2 type games, and have that. Now, of course, there's going to be licensing issues with the actual games, but I still think that's one of the other first things you'll see because it's basically built to be a gaming console, so it's not that much of a stretch then to put a Genesis emulator on there, right. a Super Nintendo emulator. I think that'll be really cool. It's definitely yeah. something I won't... The next evolution of the yeah, main box. I'm hoping that, that comes along. But the, <laughs> the fact that it's you know, already so, designed for the HDMI to you know to go on an HD television. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Plug it in off you, 100 bucks. I mean, even if it turns out not to be all that great, you're only out 100 bucks. Right. But there's obviously, based on the $4.8 million... A lot of interest. A <laughs> lot of interest in this idea. Right. So... Yeah. Well, and it's it's thirty seven thousand backers, so yeah. you can kind of figure out the average contribution, and you can see everybody in each category. Yeah. Um, warning: They asked, "How do you pronounce Ouya anyway?" And it is pronounced correctly, Ouya. Ouya. Um, but apparently, it doesn't have the most pleasant meaning in Swahili, so be oh, aware well. of that. Got it. <laughs> it's in the facts down at the bottom. It was pretty <laughs> funny. <laughs> um, All right. So they've announced a Deadpool game. Which they actually threw a video up and they're keeping in his comic book tradition of addressing the camera, um, having the voices in his head, and looks to play. My common sense is tinkling. Right, right. So it looks to play. He even gives a screw you, Wolverine, at the end of it. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Um, But it looks good. It looks kind of, I think they've kind of found their way for superhero games to play with the Batman model. The Arkham City and Arkham Asylum kind of set the standard. And from what I understand, the new Amazing Spider-Man game follows that same type of control scheme, that same type of fluid combat. And from what you could see in the video, the Deadpool game has the same thing. But they also definitely has the I'm chopping people's heads off, I'm mm-hmm. putting my gun and blowing people's brains out aspect to Deadpool because, you know, he's an assassin. That is, in fact, how he rolls. Right. <laughs> So, interesting, uh, coming out from an uh, Activision subsidiary, so we'll have to see and we did who get owns a Activision at that point exactly. <laughs> it comes out. <laughs> we did get a date on Guild Wars, too. Yes. Finally, yes. yeah, I, August 28th. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, yay! Yeah, I put my pre-order in, so next weekend I'll be playing the beta for the first time, so that'll be kind of cool. Yeah, I'm looking forward. I need, okay, so we need to do that. <laughs> 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 didn't realize that was available. I should be doing that already. Yeah. Sorry, babe. Uh, All right. So let's talk about favorite gaming moments so we can set it up for the call-in topic. Mm-hmm. Gwenora, go. You said you had <laughs> one. You said you I had did one. have one. It was in 
uh, World of Warcraft, and I was out with, obviously playing Gwen, uh, out with Ragok, and I don't even remember where we was. This was a while ago. And we got a call from somebody in the guild who was getting pwned by uh, a horde side, somebody horde side. Mm. And they were spawn camping, and it was kind of not cool. And so we went over there to help them out, and naturally I went in first all nice and stealthed out and had all my gear on and and ganked this guy. And um, there ended up being several of us there, and it was an undead rogue, and we just punked him and punked him and punked him and punked him and punked him. <laughs> and the best part of it was he started to get away, and I was in a position where he was away from everybody else, but he had to get past me, and... I stunned him out of stealth, and it was awesome. And I got a, way to go, Gwen, out of rags. And it was just like, okay, I suck at PvP, but oh, my God, that felt so good. <laughs> and after that, we just kind of let him go because he yeah. kind of learned his lesson at that point. It was like, yeah, don't, don't, that's not cool, dude. Don't griefing do a griefer. Yeah, there were, there, yeah, it was, oh, it was griefing a griefer big time, and it was, it felt so nice. And it was just that whole that whole scenario was one of my favorite moments. Everyone came. Everyone came running to help. Everyone came running. It was a guild moment because mm-hmm. everybody came running to help. But it was it was we grieved this guy, and I. It was one of those things where I was never in. It felt like I had never been in the in a right position at the right time. Mm-hmm. And for once in my life, I was where I needed to be, in position mm-hmm. at the right time. Everything went the way it was supposed to, and I mean, I had this guy, guy down to like three or four percent health, and somebody came in. Else, some somebody else came in and went punk. <laughs> and he was dead again. And then we let him go at that point. But it just, it was very liberating. I was like, okay, I'm satisfied. I've done that once now, and I don't need to do it again unless I, you know, <laughs> this happens like, unless again. Someone calls unless for someone help again, calls yeah. for help again, and then I will come running again. But it was, yeah. it was just nice to be in the right place at the right time, and everything went the way it was supposed to. It was really kind of fun. <laughs> Serendipity. Oh, Insane. very much. Very much so. <laughs> awesome. Todd, or. Excuse me, no. <laughs> uh, wow, moment also springs to mind. Just when they had just put in the point five armor sets, right? Where <coughs> Blizzard was just kind of coming around to the idea of giving five man groups something to do to get the purple pixels, right? So they had a way to change your. Um, your blue sets tier gear from or no, yes yeah, tier zero gear tier zero gear to to half purple right through a very lengthy series of steps right and the the big one was the forty five minute Baron run mm-hmm. 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 So this was Baron Rivendare in yes Strat dead yes right <coughs> and group of us from the guild with quote the wrong team. With the, absolutely you know, the wrong group of people, group of uh, classes to do it. It was like day two yeah. of the offering and completely nailed it. Yeah. I remember that. Taking like, we took about three or four tries yeah. and we finally got it. But that was back in the days where you could like massively, you could drink multiple potions. Yeah. Yes. So we had no, we yeah. Were flasked up. Yeah. Flasked beyond belief. <laughs> We, we blew a lot of money on flasks. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, we did. But just the, the the fun of figuring out what we were pretty sure was a completely unique strategy um, involving 
soul stoning, deliberate deaths, battle reses, yeah. and like basically run in there and die, and then wait for everything to reset, and basically to to, to speed through the. Uh, abominations before the end. We had, we right. had various re- methods of getting there fast. Uh, so we had to have a warlock. We had a warlock, couple of rogues, couple of pallies, and druid. And yeah, I remember that because I... we were doing it completely wrong. We and we completely figured it out, nailed it, and it was like, oh, yeah. screw you, raiders. This was challenging, <laughs> and the five of us figured it out. So that was probably my most fun, memorable moment. Uh, in WoW, at, at the very least. Nice. And then be, be able to, you know, basically on day three of it being off, be hanging out in Ironforge. What, this old gear? Yeah. <laughs> you don't have <laughs> this yet? <laughs> awesome. Go ahead, Isle. Oh, I don't. I have so many, you know, I've only really played two games. I only really played City of Heroes and WoW. Okay. I haven't, I'm not, I like gaming, well, and Star Wars, but I only made it to what 26 28 in that i haven't made it haven't even made it to 30 yet and i haven't played in weeks um which tells you that it's not holding me the way that wow did sure you're not alone um you know i think that probably the first time i went into strat dead um and was i was a resto and you get that great oh my god i just saved the you know i just uh saved the tank okay Mm -hmm. god tanks back up you know, just like, oh, he's going to die. He's going to die. Oh, thank God. It went off in time. You know, you're trying to work all your cool, right. cool downs and everything. And just being able to take a team through um, feels really good when you can actually keep everybody up through the course of a fight. Um, and it's just one of those things where, you know, I hadn't mastered all the add-ons and I hadn't. So doing it all raw mm-hmm. was very interesting um, and, and quite challenging, actually, to do it without all of the ads. <coughs> but... You know, I, I still, I like things I remember from WoW. I remember frustrating the hell out of you by taking gear oh, yeah. 14. <laughs> um, yeah, not that. understanding yeah. that, that, you know, um, this binds works. on pickup. Yeah. yeah, you know, this. Oh, you mean I can't just hand it to you? Oh, crap. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't, I thought it was good that I won the role. <laughs> Bad girl. Bad girl. Um, and, you know, things like that. I, I think that I didn't enjoy raiding. I did not enjoy 40-man, you know, stand around and wait forever kind of raids. That wasn't my thing. Well, I yeah. really did enjoy five-mans um, and going through those because it was the kind where I could play a real role in it. I wasn't just kind of the add-on who was, who was tagging along. Um, and I could, do the right, I could do the right things at the right times to make sure that the team won. So... I, d- I don't have a specific, like, oh, my God, when I turned level 60, this is what happened. I don't have one of those. Wow. All right. So. Yeah, there was the whole thing about being max level, too, because yeah. that was the first game where I'd, I'd never been able to manage that in right. every quest, much to my massive frustration. But... I made Gnome screen capture me dinging yes, 60. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I was very pleased to be able to get to max level. I'm like, nice. I turn in it, this it, quest, it, I'm it, going to ding. Get me- ready. It meant, a little, it meant a little less later on in the game, uh-huh. in my opinion. Sure. But 60 but a lot. 
when I dinged 60, that was kind of a big yeah. That was another big moment for me. I was, like, it was right, still I'm max level. This is, this is cool. To get no, it wasn't. Down. We had to work our butts off right. to get there. And, it was a, and of course, we made it into a race because sure. that's who we Not, are and it, what we do. Yeah, it took me half a year to get there. It wasn't a race for me. Everybody <laughs> no, else beat me. I think I was the last one. Well, it, it was, was, it was the, before we had learned to do instances. Right. Yes. So Grail and I were basically... Chasing grinding. 60, and we were just grinding plant yes. lands. No, we were all doing that because yeah. Dark was doing that. I was doing that. All <laughs> we hadn't we were all really doing learned that. to run the five mans yet. Yep. Yeah. So, and, and when we did start getting organized to run the five mans, that was, I really, really enjoyed that when we could do that kind of thing. Um, and I enjoyed that in Star Wars, too, when we were able to do their instances in theirs. Um, I don't know what they're Flash called. Flashpoints. Flashpoints, yeah. thank you. Um, when we were able to do the flashpoints in there, that's some of the, the few areas of real fun that I had with the Star Wars game as well. And so I like that small team play where it's team against machine. Right. Um, I liked that a lot. That's cool. So, what about you? You I have know, so have many. Yeah. I was going to yeah. say somebody's going to have a lot. It's here. hard to, to narrow down. So I guess, I mean, kind of sticking with the theme, one that always sticks out for me is more when I first really fell in love with massively multiplayer games Mm -hmm. which was everquest and i remember picking it up and i was like it took me a while to understand i mentioned this before like you have to log into the same server or your character just doesn't isn't there (laughs) so like i kind of bounced around for a while finally figured out what server everybody was on and made a monk on that server and i was still at that point only playing for maybe a half hour and kind of like okay i'm punching bats or punching rats this is interesting but not exactly grabbing me and so i got this quest to go get one of the monk uh it was a headband i think for quainos area either the headband or the waistband but you had this series of quests you had to do and you got like the white band and then you got the you know the various belt colors and so i got this you know now you have to get your yellow belt i think pretty sure it's the waistband and so you have to go to quainos hills which is the next zone over and i went there and they're like you got to kill these putrid skeletons and i'm like huh these guys are really tough. This is back in the day of conning things. And I'm like, these yeah. are all conning yellow and red. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get worked. And suddenly I got this pop-up like, so-and-so has invited you to a group. And I'm like, okay, well, that's interesting. Let me join the group. And we wrecked shop. I mean, it was just like, <laughs> and this is the first time I ever experienced grouping. And it was so wrecked cool. Shop. We went, I love that. I went from playing like maybe a half hour. That game session I played probably for seven hours straight. Because <laughs> we just, we had such a good group. And we were clicking. And we moved on to the next zone over, which was West Karana's. And we were taking on wisps and things that were way above our level. But we were grouped. And suddenly all this thing was possible. And I still remember the names of the people that were in that first group because it had such an impression on me. I was like, now I get it. Now I understand why this game, like everybody's talking about how good this game is because once you started grouping, it opened it up. So that initial experience of doing that and I got to turn in my quest and I, you know, you got the, it was like it all came together. I got the social aspect. I got the gear upgrade aspect and thus lost, you know, slash play the you know, god amount of time into EverQuest and then... <laughs> never never <laughs> run that command. Bounced around until I got to WoW and, you know, now Star Wars and probably eventually Guild Wars 2 and whatever else grabs my attention from there. So that was one of my most memorable. All right. That handily brings us to our next break. You are listening to Casually Hardcore live on Versus the World Radio, VTWProductions.com. Dot com. 
gmail.com. Our RSS feeds are created and maintained by RSS feed creator from JitBit Software. Find them on the web at www.jitbit.com or follow the link from our front page. They have software widgets for all occasions. Check them out. You will be glad that you did. Got a little code monkey from Jonathan Colton queued up for you. Enjoy. I, I have one thing to say real quick because I just stuck my head into the uh, research thread. Yes. MacBit, your new avatar is made of not cool. Oh, dear. Yes, it's very not. No. I like to go back to the old one. This is a direct <laughs> request from the show from a show host. Go back to the old one. I'm going to go find out what's going on. Yes. We'll be back right after this. Versus the World Radio uses Typefrag Ventrilo servers. Try them out for free at www.vtwproductions.com. Once you've experienced their incredible sound quality of their high availability worldwide servers, sign up for your own vent server at typefrag.com. Use promo code VTW for a special deal. Try on all of their fantastic features, such as their money-back guarantee, instant setup over the internet, web-based control panel, live chat support, and servers based around the world, so you can always find one that is near to where you like to play. Versus the World uses Typefrag, and so should you. www.typefrag.com, promo code VTW. Code Monkey, get up, get coffee. Code Monkey, go to job. Code Monkey, have boring meeting. Boring manager Rob. Rob say Code Monkey very diligent, but his output stink. His code not functional or elegant. What do Code Monkey think? Code Monkey think maybe manager wanna write goddamn login page himself. Code Monkey not say it out loud. Code Monkey not crazy, just proud. Code Monkey likes Fritos. Code Monkey likes to have a Mountain Dew Code Monkey, very simple man With big, warm, fuzzy, secret heart Code Monkey like you Code Monkey like you Code Monkey hang around at front desk Till your sweater look nice Offer buy you soda, bring you cup, bring you ice. You say no thank you for the soda, cause soda make you fat. Anyway, you busy with the telephone, no time for chat. Code monkey have long walk back to cubicle. He sit down, pretend to work. Code monkey not thinking so straight. Code monkey not feeling so great. Code monkey like Fritos. Code monkey like tab and mountain dew Code monkey very simple man Big warm fuzzy secret heart Code monkey like you Take nap This job fulfilling in creative way 
code monkey thinks someday he have everything even pretty girl like you code monkey just waiting for now code monkey says someday somehow code monkey likes Fritos code monkey likes Talon Mountain Dew code monkey very simple man big warm fuzzy secret heart code monkey like you You are listening to VTW 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 Productions 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 Dot com Dot com Dot com Dot com Dot com Versus the World Radio Researched Chaos Casually Hardcore continues live on Versus the World Radio, vtwproductions.com. Dot com. Into research chaos land, for which we are extremely thankful for our all-volunteer research team. I'm going to get to the right place here so they may give appropriate thanks and read the title of this week's... July 15th, 2012, the Developers, Developers, Developers edition now. Developers, 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 Developers. (laughs) Balmer, just retire already, okay? Never give that speech again is also. (laughs) Oh, yes. Bust him out. Um, Contributors this week include Deus Ex, Aid, MacBit and okay, now I understand why Gwenora objects to the little sweaty bomber. Yeah. <laughs> sweaty bomber from the developers, 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 developers. developers. Yeah. Uh, fangs with a Z, and it's the Z. What makes it cool? And you know who didn't contribute this week? Boba Fetish. Fetish. <laughs> <laughs> no matter if he's in or out, he will always he get the name. The name right. I, I mean, I, I, especially you know, with my throat as raw as it is, I think mm. I can you know, give it a extra extra gravy in the form of <gasps> Boba Fetish. Nice. Yeah, that actually hurt. Yeah, that, <laughs> I I bet it that did. <laughs> would hurt with a non-sore throat. It's, I think. <laughs> I don't. I don't smoke <laughs> nearly enough uh, filterless cigarettes to do that. Hi, my name's Alice. Hi, my name's Alice. I'm in the security business. Uh, but that hurt too. Uh, not so much. I should have felt kind of good. Kind of like a massage. Uh, yeah, carefully you start coughing crap up. You know the cancer can do. All right. Boop. All right. What? Nothing. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. So, uh, starting with dick move. <laughs> so, Viacom. Oh, yeah. Gwenora is just. <laughs> Presenting me with uh, Where are we gonna put these? Uh, food porn. Right here. Porn. Right here. <laughs> okay, we'll, we'll do this one, then we'll do. Yes, we'll talk about what what Gwenora has just here, yeah. and then we'll do the donuts. Um, so, Viacom and Directv are in a bit of a pissing match. I saw that last night. I was watching TV and noticed something about that. I didn't click on the channel because Directv <laughs> always puts up, dedicates an entire channel to whatever right. cable company they're having a dispute with now. So Viacom and DirecTV are having a dispute about Viacom's programming and what Viacom should be paid. So basically, last week, 
the contract ended and they hadn't negotiated a new one, so 26 Viacom channels were pulled off DirecTV. So, apparently it's none of the ones that I watched because I didn't even know about this. So that's comedy, comedy, comedy Central, Central is one of the big ones, yeah. MTV, Nickelodeon, VH1, oh. yeah, VH1, of course. But um, uh, Daily Show, yeah. And you're on DirecTV, um, and that channel's gone. What is your first instinct? Go online. Go online because Comedy Central has full episodes. Yeah. Not anymore. They don't. No. Viacom has systematically gone through all their online offerings and removed their full episodes, punishing everyone. Yeah. In order to. Further piss off DirecTV subscribers so they will go piss and moan to DirecTV. And say, can't you do anything about this? this. And the answer is no, they can't. No, Not unless they give in. But the problem is, as a Cox Communications subscriber, Mm -hmm. ICE can't go online now and see full episodes. Exactly. They kind of salted the earth with this response. Yeah. (laughs) They're they're glassing the planet. Right. Yes, this is a little much. Which is why I classify this. This is going on the goddammit list. Yeah. Dick move. Viacom. I understand what you're trying to prove here, but no. Dick no. move. Yeah. It makes me... Not the right answer. Uh, very unhappy. I mean, like I said, my main impact is Comedy Central, but if I had still a young kid, Nickelodeon, that would be probably very painful mm-hmm. <laughs> to have to deal with. Uh, no, so, well, yeah, thank you. That I is have. not the correct answer. No. Terrorism? It is, kind of, it, is, it is a kind of terrorism, yes. Yeah. Well, it's, it's not terror-inducing, but it is kind of a blackmail yeah. format. Well, I mean, it's, it's now pushing other p- people to basically either complain to DirecTV or switch off of DirecTV is yeah. what they're, they're hoping to, to prove. Not bloody likely. But it's just, yeah. In the end, it's, I don't know why, like, let's hurt the consumer. That's mm-hmm. going to be our best, best option. Yes. It always seems to be their answer. Fight. Yeah. Well, so, let's see if that blows up in their face like I think it will. I believe it already has. So they've made the internet angry. Bumbelina, yeah, them and the mm-hmm. Chinese, has brought forth unto us genuine, genuine voodoo donuts from yes. Portland, maple bacon, bacon. donuts, holiness, mm. which we will now consume. Put yours up to the camera so the video wall can see examine. What a, see what a maple bacon donut looks like. Yeah. And they are real, actual <laughs> strips of bacon. I don't know why I was surprised by this, but <laughs> what did you expect? <laughs> I don't know. I don't they're, know. They're maple bacon donuts with no bacon. No, but I, I expected, like, I don't know, maybe bacon crumbles on them or something like that. Not full-on strips of bacon. Um, mm. Mm. Oh my God. Now you all get to listen to us eat. Mm. That's really good. Mm. There is. Honey, I love you. <laughs> she says, I know. I know. <laughs> Doing the hand solo thing. So, yeah. So, how did you manage to procure these then? Yeah. Without going to Portland? Yeah. Thumbelina's, <laughs> Thumbelina's mother's sister lives there. Thumbelina's oh. aunt lives there. Okay. And so, her mother and her stepdad went there. And, and I said, please, 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 please. <laughs> <laughs> And because they've brought them back, because they yeah actually did, because <laughs> they've worked. brought them back and they've brought them back in the past. Oh, so okay. We said please, 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 please. So this wow. was known to Thumbelina's family. Though, yes, about a, voodoo donuts. Ah. Okay, so I'm gonna have to save half mine for Daxa then. She'd <laughs> punch me if I said, "Oh yeah, by the way." Yeah, she would. <laughs> I ate the voodoo donut today. She'd be like, "What the hell?" 
Well, honey, I just didn't think it would last to get it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it really does. <laughs> and it really does taste like breakfast. It's damn yeah, good. It does. Oh yeah, this that's is a, awesome. It's good. good. I get the whole Tony Bourdain no reservations yeah. thing now, mm-hmm. where he's like, "This is going to be hor- oh my god." The only way this would be better is if I plopped it in the microwave. Which I did. Before Which I, I did. I noticed <laughs> that. This is really good, but they'd be super, super. I have to go to Portland now. If okay, they I can were, imagine if they how, were much, how much better this would be fresh. Oh, yeah. These yeah. are delicious now. Yeah. Mm. It's good, really smoky bacon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like hickory. Um, yeah, the bacon's good. I always wonder, could I like go to We're like, not trying to make you guys upset or jealous or nom, anything. Sorry, IRC. <laughs> I may just go to Dunkin' Donuts and buy some maple donuts and then cook some bacon and just put it on top. That's a damn good see idea. See what happens. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a damn good idea. I mean, yeah. really. <laughs> so get some, get some maple frosted from Dunkin'. Long yeah. Yeah. yeah, they've got the Long John's there, but they also have the regular right. yeah. maple frosted. Yeah. You know, I'm off this week. I could, you know. <laughs> there you go. Make a special mm. trip. Well, that was tasty. Mm. All right. Well, thank you, Thumbelina. Oh, hell yeah. That is awesome. You've made me very happy. Mm-hmm. I'm glad I didn't eat lunch before yeah, the <laughs> show. Because <laughs> calorie-wise, we just did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hando oh, thinks that we are now... Um, Wait, this has calories? Zombies. <laughs> yeah, voodoo donuts. It's zombie time, he says. I've been distracted by the black void. So, so another. Oh, go ahead. Okay, mm-hmm. I got one. Well, to me, what well, we go with this is coffee. Oh, so, yeah. I'm not a coffee drinker, and yeah, I'd have yeah. to agree with you. Coffee would go really well with this. And luckily, we have advice on how to use caffeine from a neuroscientist. Mm-hmm. Oh, I saw that. I thought that was cool. It's really interesting. So basically, number one, you want to consume small, frequent amounts. So you want to consume between 20 and 200 milligrams per hour. Should be an optimal dose. You think an IV drip would be a dead giveaway? <laughs> exactly. That's immediately what I thought of when I th- when you read that. I was like, mm. IV drip, that'd work. Small, frequent, <laughs> yeah, like oh. an auto doser. Right. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, it just automatically. You hear yeah. the little. You hear the little ding every hour as it goes off and gives you your. Oh yeah. Your you dose. have a moment where you Oop. yawn. It just like ups the dose. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Oh, um, yeah. The voltage. So, uh, number two, you want to play to your cognitive strengths while wired. So <laughs> caffeine may increase your speed in which you work, uh, may decrease attentional lapse, lapses, and may even benefit recall, but is less likely to benefit more complex cognitive functions and may even hurt others. Plan accordingly and preferably prior to consuming said caffeine. Number, uh, let's see, number three, play to caffeine strengths. Caffeine's effects can be maximized or minimized depending on what else is in your system at the time. Definitely add sugar. Grapefruit juice may prolong the effects of caffeine, while nicotine may speed up the body's metabolism of it. Which is interesting. I never thought cigarettes would actually cause... Because coffee and cigarettes is something that traditionally goes together as well. A lot of people do that, yeah. Right, but you burn through it faster. So this is why everyone I know at work who smokes also drinks absolute pots just of coffee tons. a day. Yeah. Just literally, and into the night. Like, they'll drink a cup of coffee right before they go to bed. Yeah. And I'm like, I can't drink caffeine after about 3 o'clock in the afternoon, or I yeah. won't sleep. I can only take so many hits of caffeine before I start feeling like my heart is going to explode. <laughs> so. Yeah, I've had that before. And then lastly, know when to stop and when to start again. Although you may grow strongly tolerant of caffeine, you can become dependent on it and suffer withdrawal symptoms. Mm, yes, that would you be me. can. <laughs> that would- 
Balance these concerns with the cognitive and health benefits associated with caffeine consumption and approximately timed resumption. For for some, withdrawal for caffeine addiction can set in after 12 to 24 hours and last two to nine days. Keep in mind that recall is best when the retrieval state matches the encoding state. In example, if you study drunk, take the test drunk. Exactly. If you've learned something while caffeinated, be caffeinated when you're trying to recall it. Mm-hmm. So, that is interesting. So there you go. All Take the, the benefits right, of caffeine. Great. And plus, I know they've had some other studies where it has an aging effect or aging reversal or at least stops aging. <coughs> well, it can also, you can use it in um, pro- uh, surface products, like skin products. Yeah. And it will temporarily reverse, like it it. it puffs up the skin a little bit and helps clear ah. up wrinkles and things. In the very, very short term, it operates a little bit like witch hazel um, with respect to that. What so, caffeine cannot do? That's amazing. Mm. Um, now, it can uh, not help with my hunger. <laughs> <laughs> so, another Kickstarter-related story. Yeah. Penny Arcade sells out. This is what they've titled their Kickstarter. I was going to say that's not entirely accurate, but... Well, it's an interesting. It's their Kickstarter, so yeah, it's an interesting approach they're taking. They are going directly to their reader base and saying, "If you would like to donate to us, we will do away with advertising on our site right for an if entire you, year. If you can replace the income we get from advertising with direct donation, then we'll get rid of the ads." And they've already released. They've already reached their first. Goal, which was $250,000, which means that the big header ad on the site will go away for a year. Yeah. And then progressively, the more they get, uh, the more ads will go away to the point where they eventually, if enough is donated, they will have no advertisements anywhere on any of their sites, and it'll just be directly funded for a year via their Kickstarter. In conjunction with it, they're also adding some things as well. Like, if we get this level, we'll also do some new, like, games or whatever. Um, And they also, the video on the Kickstarter is worth watching. It's funny, but it also really details the fact that, you know, for a while, when Penny Arcade first got their rights back, they had already quit their jobs, and to keep the site going, they asked for donations, and they were able to do it for a few years. When it was just the two of them. Just the two of them. Uh, And so they really kind of enjoyed that time period and wanted to get back to that era where they don't have to worry about advertising or worry about how the site layout. It's really just them creating content for It's all the about their readers. Yeah. They've already met their goal. For the, the first, first goal. For the first tier, yep. The mi- million dollar, even mm-hmm. though they only put it as 250 to get the Kickstarter because that's the first thing they want to do, the million point is where advertising has gone. Entirely. Okay. Yeah. Because they have a great scene in the video where they walk into Robert's office and they go, "What? Are, we want to get rid of advertising. What, what, what would it take for donations? I'm thinking $100, $200. Let's highball it. He's like, what do you think? He goes, I'm thinking a million. <laughs> and they're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> because Penny Arcade has turned into a drug yeah. <laughs> Like, they... where's all this money going? Well, you know, we got to keep the lights on. And he's like, click there, the light's off. <laughs> what else you got for me? <laughs> Uh. So I thought that that was an interesting approach. It would be fun to see them if they can, as a large organization, get back to the good old days of basically being directly supported by the people who consume, but it's basically pre, you're pre-buying it. Right. And it's a a great uh, 
chance for them because also, as they say, you know, in their description, it's not like Penny Arcade is going to shut down or anything. If they don't make it, they may be able to reduce some of their advertising, but everything's going to stay there. Yeah, it's not like it's going to We're not anywhere. risking anything. No. Yeah, no, yeah. not at all. So they're definitely in the position to be able to attempt this yeah. without any, you know, heartburn over, <laughs> oh my God, are we going to stay up? Pledge $15 or more and you get all previous rewards, plus Gabe will think about you during sex. <laughs> And a certificate of appreciation will be mailed to you. <laughs> appreciation of him thinking about me during sex. sex. That's what I'm trying to figure out. Like, that's I almost worth. That's almost worth the fifteen bucks. I appreciated. Yeah. I appreciated the vision that I had of you last night while I was yeah. having sex. I think he probably thinks of it just as a group. Like all you fifteen dollar donate donators, I'm thinking about you, you right, right now. now. There's an orgy in my head. That's right. So I'm reading the truth deleted from internet in China. Yeah. (laughs) Which uh, my reaction is, what took him so long? Uh, Where is that one? I hadn't seen it. Uh, Let's see. Online messages began circulating earlier this week claiming that the Chinese characters for the truth could not be searched for on the Twitter-like microblog Sinawaibo, which boasts nearly 300 million registered users. So I'm looking at that, and I'm also looking at the rest of the page because I can, and I find the link to teenage girl post picture of cash on Facebook. Family robbed within hours. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, the 17-year-old girl was visiting her grandmother in Sydney, Australia, when she took a picture of a large sum of cash while helping her grandmother count her cash savings at the home. The teenager posted the picture on her Facebook feed about 4 p.m. on Thursday, May 24th. Approximately seven hours, seven hours later, two masked men armed with a wooden club and a knife Yes, society with no guns. Entered the f- girl's family home 75 miles away in the town of Bundanoon. Bundanoon. Upon entering the family home, a man found a 47-year-old mother of the girl, as well as a 58-year-old man and a 14-year-old boy, likely her father and brother. Apparently, these two guys figured out from the Facebook page... Where she lived. Where she lived, or where her parents lived anyways, mm-hmm. because the mother... One, apparently, these two guys broke into the house and wanted to talk to the girl about the sum of money in the picture on the on the Facebook. And their her mother convinced them that yeah, she doesn't live here anymore, and <laughs> and so they took a small of amount of cash and other personal property before leaving the house. Lovely. Yes. And they managed to to figure out from the Facebook page where they lived, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, folks, let's be a little smarter than this about that. <laughs> I just um, love stuff like internet. this. Yeah, I know. I, exactly. That was kind of my whole thought was, well, this is the internet. Because I had a friend whose house was broken into after their teenage daughter um, posted. They went to Miami, and the teenage daughter was there. And they had a party, they found out later, her and, the, and her brother. Ah. And the daughter left. They, all, they both left and flew to Miami oh. to meet the parents. And... She posted on her Facebook page, just got to Miami with my brother and met the parents. Well, less than two hours later, somebody broke into the house yeah. and took right. all kinds of stuff. All the people, right. yeah. You know, From there the was party. Were like, yeah, oh, there was really? you know memorabilia, <laughs> sports memorabilia staged uh, in the backyard. I, yeah, it was a mess. It was kind of, and they had a little chat with their daughter about yeah, posting bad. things like that on Facebook. So, so speaking of large sums of cash, mm. over the course of the last. Uh, what month or so I have become uh, a redditor I've been hanging out on reddit too much it's yes it's Gnomewise's fault but um, one of the stories um, and I would like Gnomewise to actually tell this story of the gentleman who was raising money 
for charity oh, yeah, to no, the give oatmeal. the finger. Yes, the oatmeal. Tell this story because this There's oh a, yeah is yeah. priceless. About that. Yeah. This was over the last several weeks. This went down. There's a very good online comic called The Oatmeal, and over on Funny Junk, regularly people would take his comics, put them up on Funny Junk with no attribution, no link back to him as the creator, basically stealing his content. And over a year ago, he put a blog post up saying, please stop doing this. Here's, you know, here's how Funny Junk works. Steal content from contributors, from, from other creators, don't attribute or link back to them, and post tons of ads, and laugh all the way to the bank, basically. Right. A year later, Funny Junk's lawyer sends a demand for $20,000 to the creator of the oatmeal saying, for defamation on this year-old blog post, uh, you owe us 20 grand. And his response was to create the Operation uh, Bear Love Good. Yeah, didn't we talk about this? Yeah, we talked about it in passing the yeah. other day. Um, basically, he said, I'm going to do a Kickstarter or do a, do a collection, I forget which system he used, and I'm going to collect the 20 grand and I'm going to take a picture of the $20,000 that you're never going to see. Right. <laughs> other than the picture. Other than, along with a picture of Funny Junk's uh, mother seducing a brown bear. Right. Um, and wound up collecting way more than $20,000. Right. Yeah, he had like $262,000 that he'd collected at the end, like a quarter of a million. And he was donating it to uh, one of the National Wildlife Funds and Cancer Research. Uh, it was Bear, Operation Bear Love Good Cancer Bad, that was right. Um, so the, and, the, and the dickhead lawyer tried to stop him from collecting the money. Yeah. He was basically abusing and doing all kinds of frivolous legal maneuverings, and eventually he withdrew all the stuff from the court before anyone from the oatmeal had responded, so he was basically able to withdraw it with no harm, no foul against him, um, and also, unfortunately, leaves open the uh, possibility that he can refile later, right? which everyone expects him to do. Um, this is a guy named Carrion. And, but just basically the response of the internet was, yes, we're going to give you tons of money to flaunt in this guy's face. And he wound up doing that. He wound up taking money out of his own personal account just because doing, taking the actual money that was donated would give the lawyer an in to the number. But here's, here, here is the amount of money. Took the picture, sent it to him, posted it on his site. It was completely awesome. Nice. Basically, he won. Right. Um, so the moral of the story is don't steal people's original content without attributing it to them. Yeah. Yes. Don't, don't be funny junk. <laughs> Absolutely. Unacceptable. All right. We are up against our final break. And when we return, we'll be taking your calls. I should probably fire up the old Skypeinator then to be prepared for that. That would be handy. You are listening to Casually Hardcore Live on Versus the World Radio, vtwproductions.com. And we'll return right after a little brew guy. Wow. This place is huge. You see, I only got here a moment ago. I'm only level nine or so. 
I'm hoping you can help me figure out what's going on. Lots of people running around, don't know if they're lost or found. There's a naked guy dancing for all to see. Who would do that? Not me. Well, it's time to sing a song. And if you know it, why don't you sing along? Here we go. I wander around the auction house and look at all the things I could be buying. I asked somebody for some gold. They said that they were broke. I think they're lying. I realize that I'm on the wrong continent, so I best get to and I hurry up on over to that big balloon somebody called a Zeppelin. Excuse me, Mr. Traveler, my name it is a new big can you help me find my way? It's a really very difficult for me to find my party. Free Burrito, and you are listening to Versus the World Radio. I'm a nerd, and uh, I'm pretty proud of it. Nerds with opinions. Casually Harker continues live on Versus the World Radio, vtwproductions.com. Nerds with opinions, and I have a nerd with an opinion hanging on the line already. Who's calling? You're on the air. This is true. True. Hey, true. What up? Hey, guys. Okay, well, I, I was thinking about this all show, and it occurred to me, probably one of my earliest gaming, oh yeah, game moments, do any of you guys remember Bionic Commando, the original NES version? Oh yeah, That's one of the first games I ever beat. I remember beating that, because it was an extremely long game, mm-hmm. aimed very hard, and had no safe system whatsoever. Yeah, but it was incredible. That game was so good. <laughs> And it took like, oh, what, 10, 12, 14 hours to actually beat? Yeah. 
I, yeah, that game, that's that's very memorable. Just and not only that, but just the ability you could jump in the game. Right, you had to use right. the you grapple. had to use your arm for everything. That was crazy. Right. And you fight, you fight Hitler at the end, don't you? Like some weird morphed version of Hitler, I believe. It was like Hitler's head in a giant machine. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like Wolfenstein. Yeah, except his side scrolling. It was very colorful. Like you had no idea you were going against Hitler until like near the end of the game. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh my god, they're trying to res Hitler. <laughs> Just cause. Oh, that's awesome! Yeah, so you played it all the way. Did you ever play it through a second time, or just one time? And said that was enough. I don't remember. I remember doing it the first time because it was basically it was like two days. Every time I every time I got a chance to leave my Nintendo on the entire time and praying it was going to burn to a it was going to burn to a fiery mesh. The process. <laughs> that's awesome. Because if you remember, the Nesses did get a little warm. <laughs> Jeez. Especially the first gen units. Oh, cool. <laughs> All right, good one. That's reaching, reaching way yeah, up the Wayback Machine. That's awesome. All right, True, we'll catch you next time. Thanks for calling in. Thank you. And welcome to Casual Hardcore. You're on the air. Who's calling? This is Sean Caster. Uh, Sean? The young one. How are you doing? I'm doing all right. What is your uh, feeling on today's uh, call-in topic? What's your, what's your memory that came to mind when we mentioned it? I was about 20 levels behind the curve. And no one had been playing in my guild for a while, and I had finally hit level 80 in WoW. Nice. <laughs> I was months behind my old man who had started playing about three months before me. And I, he had hit level 80 long before I had, and had already reached the next level cap when I had finally hit 80. Mm. So you had that moment of, I finally made it, damn it. Yes, I was finally done with the Wrath content. I was a very happy person. <laughs> You can't make me go back to oh, Northrend. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. What character class did you do that with? I was a human warlock. The oh, Shawncaster finally ah. hit level 80. And now I'm sitting at level 82 in Deep Home. Nice. I don't like this place. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, they're apparently giving you warlocks uh, seven different new demons in uh, Pandaland. Expansions. Yeah, I'm actually in the beta and I tried that out. You don't get to keep the names of your original in- oh. minions, so I'm probably not going to use it unless they do. Oh. I like the names I have already. <laughs> You're randomly generated Uthulu names. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Nice. All right, we're going to make room for another one here. Thank you for calling in, young sir. We'll catch you next time. Later. Oh, he done hung up on me. <gasps> Dang it. Son Damn you. Welcome to Casually Hardcore. You're on the air. Who's calling? Uh, and Dennis. Hey there. Hey. How you doing? First time caller? Good. Yeah. Welcome. Awesome. Thanks. So what, um, is your, uh, what is your great video game memory that sprang to mind? Uh, it was back in the WoW or in a vanilla or, or I think BC WoW and I decided to pull my Warlock out of uh, retirement and start leveling him up again. And it was about... About 1 o'clock in the morning, so I was just had the lights off, just leveling al- along, and I just downloaded a new mod for my Warlock, and I just, you know, playing along, leveling, and just out of nowhere, in a very Crypt Keeper-sounding voice, I just heard really loudly, I'll swallow your soul. <laughs> <laughs> nice. It scared the living crap out of me. I leaped out of my chair. 
pretty much threw my headphones off, looked around, my heart's racing. <laughs> I, could, I, could, I didn't know what the hell was going on. And it took me a couple of minutes to regain uh, composure, and I looked at my screen and said, Soulstone Resurrection has expired. <laughs> <laughs> that was the mod, I, I assume. <laughs> yeah, I just started laughing after that, and then I immediately disabled that sound. <laughs> <laughs> I never want to hear that again. Yeah. <laughs> no, I... I assume you changed your underwear mod, first. <laughs> and whenever I use that mod, uh, disabling that sound is the first thing I do. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, that's like uh, Eilid was telling me about uh, reading Salem's Lot. Yes. <laughs> to turn on every light in the house. Well, no. I, I slept with the lights on for about a week after I read that book. Yeah. Well, and I was reading it. It's part, it was part of a, a senior in high school, and it was part of the assignment. And I'm reading it on my boyfriend's bed. And my boyfriend thought he had a sense of humor. And his bed backed up to his window. So there's no one in the room with me. He's gone out to help his mom with something. And unbeknownst to me, he'd snuck into the backyard and reached through his open window and grabbed my leg as I was reading it. And I almost messed his bed. Nice. I was like, (laughs) you are a dead man. Right Mm -hmm. here, right now, dead. Like scare me that way. I will eat your soul. But yeah, I, I there are certain things like when I watch a horror film, I watch it with all the lights on. Because <laughs> no, I don't want any shadows in this room when I'm watching horror films. Yep, that's awesome. Thank you that's for calling in. That's a great in. story. Yeah, <laughs> we'll yep. catch you next time. And welcome to Casually Hardcore. Oh, he of the great fro on the icon. What up, Sakani? Gee Weezy. <laughs> How you doing, man? All right. Uh, shout out to Supernova, go Lions. That's all I got to say about that. Oh, right on, dude. <laughs> <laughs> nah, um, my OMG gaming moment of all the times is I'm going to take you way, way back to about 1992. Uh, a little game called Super Mario World on the Super Nintendo. Mm-hmm. Now, as you, uh, if you guys know, there's one level all the way towards the end in the special world where you have to cross it as a um, balloon or something like that, the power balloon. And for the longest time, I could never get past that stupid level. I must have tried it about a hundred times. I can never beat that stupid level. I just quit and I gave up. And I'm going back to the game something like six years later. I can't even remember why. On the 10th try, I finally made it past that stupid level. <laughs> Today, I honestly think that's the hardest thing I've ever done, ever done in any game is getting past that stupid power balloon level in the <laughs> Super Mario World. Did you do the spike the football in the end zone dance when you were done? I, I, I spiked the console. Yeah, <laughs> nice. <laughs> yes. Take that! Oh my God, my game. <laughs> I mean, it, it didn't matter to me. I I I beat everything. There's yeah. nothing, nothing left. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, that getting past a hard challenge in a game, there's rarely anything that's satisfying. Yep. <laughs> like, yes, stupid game. Mm. Yeah. You are now yeah. my bitch. That's right. Pretty much. And today I've never gone back to that game. I've never never touched it. Um, I think there are like two levels after that. I never, I never, <laughs> I never even seen them. I don't even, <laughs> it doesn't even matter. I don't even I want to know what's past that. There's, there's nothing past that that's in right. my world. Yeah, there's, <laughs> I, there's nothing all. left. And now, uh, Scotty, as I was driving through uh, Palm Springs on the way to San Diego there, I made sure to, to wave to you. Ah, uh, thanks. Much appreciated. <laughs> Sorry I didn't have time to stop and say hey. Uh, no problem. All right. We'll catch you next time. Good, sir. Be well. All right. Later. See you.
All right. Welcome to Casually Hardcore. You're on the air. Who's calling? This is AgriSSW. AgriSSW. What up? Not a whole lot of casuals. How are you doing? Good. Still kicking. Good. So do you want to do the shout out now or at the end? Uh, I'd like to give a big shout out to my lovely girlfriend, Ambrosia Hartnett. Woohoo! Shout out so given. Thank you. Now, what uh, sprang to mind when you heard today's call-in topic? Uh, two more memorable uh, uh, gaming thoughts came to mind. One from my younger days and my more recent uh, uh, gaming days. My younger day one, which is one of the more ones that's closest to my heart, is uh, for years I grew up with my... I'm the youngest of two brothers, uh, of two older brothers, and I grew up with gaming, and they were always so much better than me. And I was like, oh, I always enjoyed watching them. And then uh, it was... A PC game that my brother was playing called Sam and Max Hit the Road. Oh, yeah. Oh, they yes. were playing. And they were progressing through the game's uh, story. It's a click and, you know, click adventure game. And uh, there was one part where they couldn't figure out where to go next. It's like they had to use these binoculars on uh, was like in order to progress the story, they had to find this special rock called Frog Rock. Well, it's located between these two big. Uh, these two big uh, monuments, you know, between this this area and this area. If you look at that rock, that's where it is. Well, the thing is, like, oh, the diner where you had to go to use the binoculars to find the rock kept, was broken. It kept spinning. And my we, my brother, his friend, my oldest brother, all of them couldn't figure out, how do we get past this spot? And I'm just sitting there standing, and I'm like, oh, I'm watching, looking at the game. And there were these pair of exposed wires that, you know, control the rotating mechanism on the diner. I told my brother... Why don't you just try putting the you, grabbing those wires and put them on the binoculars? My brother's like turns to me. He's like, "That is one of the most dumbest ideas ever," or something like that. And he turns around, does it, goes, "Holy crap, it worked!" <laughs> <laughs> and immediately, like, called up his brother, uh, called up his friend, and is like, "Dude, my brother just figured out how to get past the spot we're stuck on." Oh, that's awesome! And that nice. was by far one of my great, one of my most happier, oh my god moments because I helped my brother, my oldest brother, figure out something in a video game and allow him to pass through it. Yeah. The more recent, the more recent moment was in World of Warcraft back in the Wrath uh, uh, of Lich King days when we were doing Naxxramas, and uh, I was I started leading my own uh, group of guildies and low levels through the dungeon because I've already gotten so geared and so experienced along with one of my other good friends at the time, and we were on uh, oh, what's the one the uh, the the boss with the dancing. Um, oh yeah, Hagen. Hagen the Unclean. We were in the middle of that fight. And I keep telling everybody, like, okay, you know, who's first time here? You know, here's how you do it. You just run through here. Just don't get stuck in the green stuff or die. And pretty much like the first two attempts, uh, that's what happened. It's like, oh, God. And finally, we got to the third attempt. And we were doing good, doing good. We got him to about 25%. And then as eight out of ten people die. It was just me and the tank. That's all that's left. And the, her and I just soloed him down 25% to, to one and killed him. Woot. Awesome. Nice. Just it was like, okay, it's the healer and the tank. We can do this. I am not going to do this again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm done with the damn dance. You can't make me do it. Awesome. <laughs> yep. All right. Thanks for calling Agris. Going to kick you thanks to the curb. Having, make I, room for others. Be well. Hope, hope you guys get over the crud. Yeah. Thank you. I hope I don't get the crud. That too. Um, yeah, <sighs> that. Stay away. And welcome to Casually Hardcore. You're on the air. Who's calling? This would be your friendly neighborhood, RC again. Hey, RC. Fellow hey, Casually Crudcore. Welcome. 
Casually <laughs> cred core. <laughs> Today. Uh, yes, yes, yes. So, moment is uh, for me, and there's been multiple, but when a game story actually draws you in uh, to the point where, you know, it sparks, you know, true emotional reactions. And, um, you know, I'm going to put forth one of the most epic kind of, you know, monumental ones, but uh, Eris' death in Final Fantasy VII. Oh, mm. spoiler alert. Uh, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> How the hell long ago did that game come out? By the way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, anyways. So, yeah, no, when Eris dies, you know, and, and you just, you're, you're forced to sit there for this, you know, entire beautiful, you know, orchestrated montage of, you know, like, and per, you know, it's all cinematic, everything. And you're just like, did, did uh, but, but, uh, huh? <laughs> no, mm-hmm. no. <laughs> so. Yeah, that's one of the early times where they, where they really started doing <coughs> storytelling. Right. And they yes. also totally blindsided you, too. Oh, God, yes. Actually, correct? Square, back in the Super NES days, uh, pretty good with uh, telling story. Chrono Trigger. Yeah. Well, like, the, you know, I mean, uh, that one's probably the favorite game ever. But, <laughs> I mean, that one just... Yeah, they actually ahead. married uh, in Final Fantasy VII just the graphics, though, because it was such a step up oh, from yeah. the six, you know, sixteen-bit days of the Super Nintendo. So now you had these great stories, but you could visualize it a lot right. better. Yeah. So, and uh, as a brief side note, uh, I have been in the beta for a while. Um, for the pet collectors amongst you, um, make as much fun of it as you want. But that pet battle system is looking pretty freaking awesome. Got to catch them all. Pokemon? Well, and and they give you a list of the collectible pets that you know you'll get. So if you're a pet collector, you can go out and get them. You go find them. <laughs> I'm, I'm genius. Already the proud owner of some that people will never ever get. Got my nope, Mercury. I got my Mini Tyrael. There you go. Yeah, yep. true enough. True enough. But uh, no, gotta say, definitely. Uh, um, you know, I've just played with a little bit beta. It's buggy, but it's pretty compelling. I'm going to be spending a lot of hours on that. Awesome. I expect at some point I'll tip, dip my toes back into WoW just to see what all has changed. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, just a matter of, it's just a matter of copious spare time and all that fun stuff. Well, yeah, but anyways. Okay, okay. Kick me to the curb so that uh, the so other I one... Shall. Yeah, there's this, this other bearded guy who wants to call in. I don't know. Maybe I'll answer it. Welcome to Casually Hardcore. Reginald, what's up? All I'm saying is that it's no mistake that the new expansion is essentially Hello Panda Island Adventure. <laughs> <laughs> South Park uh, called it like six years ago. Yep. <laughs> Butters is living it up over yep. there. Yeah. They're pandering to the butters of the universe. That's all, pandering, that's all this is. Pandering. Do, yeah. What did you just do there? Yeah. Yeah. I went there. <laughs> I did that. That happened. That. That just um, happened. On the a little bit of a tangent side note, uh, no, I like. Oh no, I was talking about Stephen King books freaking her out, and mm. my my Bag brother actually, my brother actually threw his copy of Stephen King's It, the book, across the room when he was in high school, <laughs> because reading he was reading a book that scared him so much that he threw the book. Yep. And the, I was in the room at the time, and I was like, "What the hell are you doing?" And he tried to explain it to me, and I there was only I had to read the book. I had to. to it was the only way I could understand it. And I, I thank him for it because it, I'm a huge Stephen King fan now. But yeah, we're just sitting there one night, and he's you know reading his book. I'm doing my homework, whatever. And all of a sudden, thud. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm the done. hell? 
<laughs> and scene. Yeah. <laughs> um, I would say that my oh my god gaming moment. I I've had a few, and I even had one that was kind of like um, uh, who had said it a few minutes ago about the Heigen dance down to two people. Yeah. I had one like that on the last boss or the first boss in uh, AQ40, and it was me in the oh, tank, yeah. and I was playing my mage, and we managed to down him. That was kind of sh- awesome. But my favorite one was actually in Gruul's Lair uh, on my old server before I switched over to Ice Crown and started playing with you, Jokers. Uh, <laughs> Worst move ever. ever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but we had this terrible raid leader who was a priest and our main healer, and he insisted that we, his wife, who was awful at the game and way undergeared, didn't know how to gear or play at all, was our main tank. And he was calling all the shots for our raid. And it wasn't actually fighting Gruul, but the fight before Gruul. We had to fight the four other guys all at the same time. Mm -hmm. And um, his wife, the tank, went down. We had a backup tank or whatever. And then he died. And he is actually sitting in vent going, he goes, oh, I'm dead. That's a wipe. Uh, all right, everyone, stop fighting. Reset, and we just everyone ignored him and just kept fighting <laughs> down to the boss. And uh, it was hilarious at the time, but we all had to be like really like somber and like like oh oh no we didn't hear you or whatever about it. But then after the raid, in another vent channel, we all lost our shit. Like that was. The- <laughs> Um, I'm dead. That's a wipe. He was the only. Him and the tank were the only two people that were dead out of 25 people. <laughs> yeah. there's, there's still hope here. Yeah, he was so egotistical to think that oh he's down, so the fight's over. That's it, game. Yeah, well he's not having fun anymore. So <laughs> actually, that reminds me. Some of my most fun parts in WoW when playing the Druid would be when I was DPSing, and the tank would go down, and I would engage the emergency bear. Yeah, and save the day. And you did that a few a few yeah, times. I remember, yeah. And to me, that's like, yes, this is why I'm feral spec. <laughs> In case awesome. of emergency, break glass. And exactly. Yeah. No, I, I would hey. always, I would always break bust out of that emergency bear. bear. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and yeah, so that was, uh, yeah, I loved being being able to do that. All right, to the curb you shall go. Bye. After. Bye bye. And we got room for one more here. Welcome to Casually Harker. You're on the air. Who's calling? Darhas. Darhouse, hey, how you Darhouse. doing, man? Hey, dude. I'm doing pretty fine. Doing good. What are, you, what are your feelings on today's call-in topic? I have two that just stand out in my mind. The first one was I'm five or four. I was a youngin, and, and on my main console, which was the Nintendo 64, I'm playing Super <sighs> Mario 64. So I'm playing through it, and I just managed to get enough stars to go to Bowser's Castle. I spent a good few weeks trying to get through the the castle part, you know, to all the platforming that lead up to the boss fight. When I finally hit that and I did the boss fight, I just it's like this is the best moment of my life. <laughs> my my five years of my, living. My five years of living have, <laughs> have culminated in yeah. this. <laughs> this is what I was born for. This is it. <laughs> It was just an amazing moment, and the, the horrible thing was about it was uh, I have my sisters wouldn't believe me because they weren't in the room at the time. It's like you didn't beat the game. It's like I beat the game. <laughs> I win. <laughs> awesome. That's great. And, and my uh, second one is for Devil May Cry Three. There's a specific boss fight, like four chapters in, and I'm not playing the special edition at the time. I'm playing the original 
still hard as all hell game. And this boss fight is two characters. I'm, I got so mad at that boss fight. I quit playing the game for about three months. I just stopped. Because there, these two bosses are attacking you at the same time. Right. And it was just a lot of moving around and I kept dying. So I come back to it a while later. Man, I just wiped them up. It's like, I actually spiked the controllers. Like, and I went out. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Beat the... And then I yep. raged more later on. Yeah. It's, it's, I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing how emotional you can get over a game. <laughs> <laughs> and how satisfying it is to win over some ones and zeros. Uh, I don't know. It was pretty good. Yeah. No, that's good. That's good stuff. I usually am too. And I need a cigarette after some of those moments. <laughs> All right. right. Giggity, giggity, giggity. 16? 18? <laughs> How right. 18 great right. 18 great there's Woo-hoo. there's one moment I would have to say is an OMG no for me I'm I'm in a 10 man raid for ICC we're on whatever the boss fight was before the Lich King Saragosa something like that mm-hmm. so it was down to me I was playing a feral druid at the time although my main was a boomkin because Whatever. It got down to me and this one priest. The priest was trying to heal me. I went into emergency bear form. We got to 50,000 health before he went, before that dragon went frenzy. It's like, I'm so demoralized. I, I'm done for the night. I just couldn't handle it. Yeah, yeah. I think we all had a couple of moments uh, like that. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Just that. with Cindergosa. Yep. All right. Alrighty, awesome. Thank you for calling in. Gonna kick you out so we can wrap this uh, up. Did you guys get a chance to li- listen to what I send in? Did you get that this week? Previous? Mm. That's no I didn't get any. Having <laughs> been the email. Yeah, basically, I haven't even cracked open the email just because I got out of bed basically to do the show. Um, <laughs> and he will go be going right back to bed after the show. Ideally, yeah. I'm yes. sure it's. In well, there. Let me make sure it's actually in here. What was the title of the uh, email? It's like Daraha sends you guys something or something like something along those lines. Oh, we're getting a ridiculous amount of spam on this account now. Yeah, Uh-oh. Right, it's, there it it's is. in there. Got so it. We'll we'll take a listen and. Okay. Awesome. Excellent. Thank you. Have a good night. Be well. You too. All right. Excellent. All righty. We are close to wrapping it up, but first, there's some much acknowledgement of all those who helped make this show possible. We are thankful for you all. Thank yes, you indeed. to all the volunteers at Versus the World, art department, audio department, research teams, moderators. Thank you to The Rock, who has recently taken over uh, administration of the 24-7 server, lifting that off Woo! of my shoulders. I thank him greatly for that. One less thing to suck, uh, be a time vampire on my life. Uh, Biomed Alchemist for maintaining the Shoutcast servers. Ursa Heal for doing so much in the audio department. Uh, I recently submitted to Apple revision one of the Versus the World app. Woo-hoo. We shall see if it is accepted or rejected. The, all the horror stories I've heard over the years about getting apps approved make me not terribly hopeful. Uh, but round one... 
is engaged. So hopefully, before too much awfully longer here, you'll be able to uh, tune into the live stream, listen to all the shows, read recent posts on the forums, all kinds of fun stuff from a genuine Apple app. Uh, similarly, we've got an uh, Android app in development. Um, if you're interested in participating, uh, send me a personal message on the forums to GnomeWise. Uh, either iOS or Android devices, I can get you hooked up with the beta versions of these apps. Uh, your feedback is welcomed and encouraged. Um, also, there should be a Windows Phone version of it for those three of you that have Windows Phones. Um, I was just talking to somebody the other day who actually really my, loved his Windows My phone. brother's got one, and he adores it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he loves it. What's well, the, 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 the poor Microsoft, they've really, with Windows Phone 7, came up with a great interface. Yeah. Yeah, he um, really, really likes it. And the this. Metro interface that is you know, coming over to uh, the Surface apparently is great for touchscreens. It's just it's they are in the land of too little, too late, it seems. We'll see um, how Surface does. Um, but yeah, I'm going to make sure to, for, for those of you who do have Windows Phone, uh, we'll try and get the version pushed out to you guys as well. Cool. You can find us on Facebook. Just uh, search for Casually Hardcore and or VTW Productions or Versus the World Productions. You can follow all of us on our various Twitter accounts. Alpha Geek Radio for the show, VTW Productions for the network, Gnome Wise for me, Izzy Grail for him, Daxa CH for her, Gwenora for him, and Iolite underscore CH for her. Yep. You can email the show at ch at vtwproductions.com. Please subscribe to our sister feeds, Alpha Geek Radio and Alpha Geek Interviews. That's where you'll be getting things like the forthcoming Wootstock 4.0 and the little bit of remaining uh, Phoenix Comic Con coverage that is going to get posted. Again, sorry for the delay on all that, but I've been flat on my ass uh, feeling like hammered crap. And if you want to sponsor a segment, get your name in front of Molly Simpson, brought to you by, it costs you all of $5, which will help us defray the costs of doing things like Penny Arcade Expo, which is our next big voyage up to the land of Seattle, uh, beginning of September. This is where... Uh, end of August. Yeah, actually. Grail was... End of August. Grail yeah. was... Uh, Saying earlier about, hey, airfare sucks. Yeah. And that's why you know that, because you recently had to buy some. Yeah. You can now also listen to the live stream on Stitcher Radio. So if you have the Stitcher app on your Android or iOS device, you can go into the live radio section now under talk. And I believe they have us listed under specialty talk. And the live stream is now a part of Stitcher Radio as well, in addition to some of the shows you can subscribe to there as well. If you have something to purchase on Amazon, we would appreciate it if you would come to the Casually Hardcore page and begin your search using our tool that will allow us to get a small cut of the uh, purchase. Costs you nothing extra and helps you support the station by doing nothing other than buying something from Amazon that you were already going to do. We appreciate it. Yeah. Coming up next, The Emperor's Court. Your favorite right-wing nutjob and left-wing nutjob colliding on the air for your enjoyment. Your three-hour break from internet porn. That's right. Nuts are about to collide. Absolutely. Exactly. <laughs> In the best, most awesome possible way. Just understand, they use grown-up words on the Emperor's Court. Yes, yes they, do. they do. So you are, if you are sensitive to grown-up words, the show is probably not for you. If you, instead, are a mature adult who understands that these are just words that we use in sentences... You should absolutely stay tuned in for the awesomeness that is the Emperor's Court. Coming up next, live on Versus the World Radio, vtwproductions.com. You have been listening to Casually Hardcore. Two hours of your life. You ain't getting back. 
I have been Gnomewise. I've been Iolite. I've been Gwenora. <laughs> and I've Watching been Watching the Arch Nemesis. <laughs> Arch Nemesis is coming. in her mother's lap. To say bye? S- and be cute. Say bye. Bye, radio people. Is it time for you to become famous on the internet? Okay. But Can you everyone is staring at me. Ain't happen- <laughs> nope, just no, like, that ain't happening. No, that's not happening. <laughs> Give it another year. I'm like your brother. All right. We the hell are out of here. Bye-bye, radio people. Bombardier, 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 bombardier,